You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Age of Radio. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time once again. Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man, and as always, joining me, my brother, Cooper. Cooper, how you doing, brother? Doing good. Doing a lot better than I was a couple days ago, bro. How you doing? I'm doing well, man. I'm excited because we're talking about some NFL free agency. Oh, yes. That's what's up, dude. This time of year is so much fun, man. It has been so much fun in the past, and it keeps getting funner as we go along. But first, we're going to do a little NASCAR talk. Let's do it. All right, man. So Martin Truex Jr. won an exciting race at the Phoenix Raceway this past Sunday. He blew away Joey Logano with twenty with twenty five laps left on a restart. Logano felt that he had a good run on the green flag, but didn't account for the number nineteen Toyota driven by Martin Truex Jr. This ends up another huge win for Joe Gibbs Racing, who only had one win one race win in the Cup Series in twenty twenty. This was also Martin Truex's twenty eighth career Cup Series win, in hopes to be the first of many this season. So, Cooper, your thoughts on Martin Truex Jr.'s win at Phoenix? Dude, that's pretty cool, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, that's awesome. What about you? What you think, man? I think it's good. Uh, Martin Truex is one of those drivers I like because uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. found him. Mm-hmm. Um, so he came up in DEI for a little bit, and then uh, he raced uh, with Junior. So he raced with Junior all the way up through the um, what's now called the Xfinity um, Series, which is the basically like the AAA system of NASCAR. Oh, NASCAR yeah. Right. So it's the just the level below. Um, he then uh, he came up. Unfortunately, Junior was not able to um, bring him up because Junior didn't have um, Junior Motor Racing Sports at the Cup Series level. So Martin Truex moved on from Junior. But I've always respected Truex in that aspect that he was um, founded by um, Dale Earnhardt Junior. And so he, he's a really good driver. Obviously, he's got twenty eight career wins, and you know this hopefully was the first of many wins this season for him. Oh, definitely, man. And the fact that. Uh... He's got some prestige like that going on. That, that, that's good for him, dude. Yeah, when you can be found that, found by someone bright, like that, yeah. That's a bright future, too, man. So mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yes, sir. All right, man, so we're going to go ahead and get into the NFL talk. Let's do it. All right, the NFL legal tampering is upon us and has been ro- uh, rocking good time for teams that weren't majorly hurt by the 8% dip in the salary cap. Here are a few highlights of the legal tampering period thus far. 
The evil empire New England Patriots are on quite a spending spree as they have spent nearly $140 million on guaranteed money so far. Not quite a record, but definitely have a chance to at the record even before the league officially league year officially starts on March 17th at 4 p.m. Eastern. The biggest get so far is going to be tight end Hunter Henry, who is with the Los Angeles Chargers. The team did re-sign quarterback Cam Newton to a very team-friendly contract. They also signed tight end uh, Johnny Smith. I don't know why that got... That must have got auto-corrected to Johnny Smith because it's supposed to be Janu Smith. That's, so that's my bad. Wide receiver Nelson Aguilar. Wide receiver Kendrick Bourne. Defensive end Dietrich Weiss Jr. Defensive tackle Davon uh, Gottschow. Uh, defensive lineman Henry Anderson. Linebacker Matt Judon. That helps you, actually, because the Ravens lose Judon. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that helps your inner division rival right there. Uh, cornerback Justin Bethel and safety Jalen Mills, who's actually pretty good safety. They also traded for offensive tackle Trent Brown from the Raiders. So, Cooper, your thoughts on the evil empire looking to re- to rise again? Uh, we just knew that Bill Belichick had something up his sleeve. Mm-hmm. He's just one of them guys that you've always got to keep your eye on because you never know what the hell he's going to be doing. So... Um, we, I think he took this loss this year for the team mm-hmm. so that he can come back a whole new team. Right. Obviously. Yeah. And they brought back, of course, Cam Newton, which usually a second year in the system is actually a benefit for most quarterbacks. So we'll see how that goes. And he also benefited very well in his Carolina days with a top-notch tight end. So this is actually not so surprising that he went with a new, um, well, not a new, but, well, yeah, new tight ends that are very talented in Johnny Smith and, of course, uh, Hunter Henry. They just need Hunter Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry, man, that's that's a big pickup right there. Yeah, health has just been his problem for the most part. If he can stay healthy, unfortunately, look out for the rise of the evil empire. Yeah. Because that's a possibility. Um, basically what we, people are saying that now they have basically their Gronkowski and uh, Aaron Hernandez combo again. So we'll see what happens though. All right. The New York Jets had two major signings thus far in wide receiver Corey Davis and defensive end Carl Lawson. It'll still be interesting to see what the team does as far as quarterback is concerned, but at least for now uh, they have a, pa- a capable pass catcher and a good defensive end to rush the quarterback. So, Cooper, your thoughts on the Jets? Yeah, man. Corey Davis is pretty uh, pretty talented, dude. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that's good for them. Good pickup, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they needed that, that, that rusher, too, so now they got him. So, we'll see what happens with the Jets, man. Um, I mean, they can't get any worse, right? <laughs> that's so. right. <laughs> I mean, well, technically they could. They were drafting second. They could draft first overall well, next, yeah, next year. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's, you're hoping that you did reach the bottom this past year. Now it's all on the way back up for you is what they're exactly. hoping. All right, the Cincinnati Bengals spent some money on their defense, which was a major problem for them last year. They got themselves a very talented edge rusher in Trey Hendrickson, as well as two potential good corners in Chidobe Awuzie and Mike Hilton coming from Pittsburgh. Yeah. The team still needs to bolster their offensive line, which they'll probably take care of in the draft. So, Cooper, your thoughts on the Bengals making some moves? Well, we know Mike Hilton. He's, he's, a, he's a really good uh, corner. And, mm-hmm. and so we'll see what happens with us, dude. Uh, you know, the Bengals, that's that's really what they're missing is, is a good defense. Because, I mean, <coughs> if, 
if, uh, you know, the defense can hold them, I mean, Burrow needs needs that, you know what I mean? Yeah. So we'll see what happens with, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, we'll see what happens with the Bengals in the future. And, yeah, it looks like they're going to have a pretty stout defense. Yes, sir. All right, the Cleveland Browns got themselves a really talented safety in John Johnson the third. The former Rams safety is a great pick and helps bolster their defense. This will make uh, this will make Cleveland's defense uh, much more formidable. So, Cooper, your thoughts on the Browns? I'm sad. Um, John Johnson third. Mm-hmm. He's a man. Yeah, he went from the Rams to the Browns. Oh, this is not cool, dude. No, we can cry. Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, he was a very talented uh, safety. The Rams got so much depth at safety, so it's not entirely shocking that they went ahead and let John Johnson go. Taylor Rapp's supposed to be back and hopefully healthy. They got um, Terrell Burgess. He's going to be coming back. Jordan Fuller. They got they got plenty of safety yeah. help and depth. So I mean, But, I mean, he's just such a good player. It's like, why get rid of him? Yeah, that's true, too. We're, I'm, it's funny because we're sitting here watching safeties just keep continuously going out of the Rams defense. It's like, are we ever going to keep one long-term longer than freaking four years or five years, depending on where we draft them? I mean, come on. Right. What mind if somehow Javon Holland fell all the way down to the second round, 57th overall pick, and they picked him up? I'm just saying, be nice. I'm just saying, good luck with that. Yeah, he'll be probably gone before they pick at 57. <laughs> Some still have him going in the first round, too. So, they have him somewhere in mid-first to mid-second. So, we're picking just outside the mid-second. So, <laughs> yeah. Probably not going to get him. Could maybe trade up. I'm just saying. We got some extra third-round third, extra third round picks. You know, we can kind of move up a little bit. Maybe get if he falls enough into the second round. Anyways, your team has kept Zach Banner on a two-year deal. This does help keep some continuity on the offensive line that lost Mike Pouncey to retirement and the possible loss of offensive tackle Alejandro Villanueva. So, Cooper, your thoughts on keeping Zach Banner? Well, I mean, it's good to keep some familiarity with it, but honestly, to lose, you know, to lose that many guys, and not only that, but, you know, Villanueva is, like, Freaking it and Pouncy, dude. Mm-hmm. They've been on that line for years. So, um, for those two to be gone, it's going to change the uh, infrastructure of the line because, mm-hmm. you know. So, we'll see what happens with it. Yes, sir. All right. In local news, the Jacksonville Jaguars have been big spenders as they had plenty of cap room to spend, and they have. Thus far, as the team has picked up. Running back Carlos Hyde, returner receiver Jamal Agnew, um, wide receiver Philip Dorsett, wide receiver Marvin Jones, offensive guard Tyler Shatley, uh, defensive end Dwayne Smoot, uh, defensive end Tyson Alua Alua, uh, defensive end Jihad Ward, defensive tackle Roy Robertson Harris, safety Rudy Ford, and safety Rashawn Jenkins. Their biggest pickup comes from in the form of former. Seattle Seahawks cornerback Shaquille Griffin. So, Cooper, your thoughts on the Jaguars being big spenders? Oh, dude, hey, they're they're trying to set this team up. Uh, you know, they're getting that quarterback, so they've got to they've got to uh, you know fix up the line, fix up the the receivers, you know, and try and get him get him some help on the defense as well. Because you know what what I always say about defenses, so. Mm-hmm. You know, 
It is what it is, man. Yes, sir. We always believe that old adage, defense wins championships. I definitely, I, I believe that wholeheartedly, man. As we saw that last year when the uh, Buccaneers shut down the high-powered uh, Chiefs offense, so. Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying, though, it's proven our old adage still right. Yep. All right, the Houston Texans have been spending as well as possibly in hopes of changing the mind of disgruntled quarterback Deshaun Watson from wanting to be traded. So far, they have signed quarterback Tyrod Taylor in hopes of, to back up Watson. Running back Mark Egram, who spent the, uh, who was part of a three-headed running game monster, but mostly the odd man out. Andre Roberts to replace Will Fuller, who's a wide receiver. Offensive guard Justin McRae uh, to bolster their O-line. O-line Justin Britt again to bolster the O-line. Derek Rivers to help with their depth on the defensive line. Defensive tackle Malik Collins. Linebacker Camus Grugier uh, Hill, linebacker Christian Kirksey, Terrence Mitchell, cornerback, cornerback Vernon Hargroves the third, and safety Terrence Brooks, and they also did trade for Shaq Lawson to replace J.J. Watt and traded for offensive tackle Marcus Cannon to help their Dude, offensive they line. They got Shaq Lawson. Mm-hmm. That, that's a good replacement there, dude. Yeah. Um, He's not J.J. Watt, that's for sure. No, he's he, not. He definitely, he definitely can fill that gap. He can. He can. It's not. He lessens the drop off. Yeah, we should definitely. say he, yeah. it's it's still a drop, but it's not. Uh, like you dropped it into a freaking bottomless yeah. pit. Yeah, so. It's a drop, but it's like okay, it's not that bad. I see Houston trying to make moves to keep you know. Keep Deshaun to stay, but I I don't see it, dude. I don't see him want, staying. I mean, I mean, you can spend all the money you want with you know players and whatnot, but if a guy doesn't want to stay there, let him go, dude. Right. Um, and honestly, <coughs> for for something like that to work, he's gonna have to have like something that's like guarantees him a winning season. And I'm sorry. As good as some of these guys are, I don't think it guarantees him a winning season. Right, absolutely. That's not really a guarantee at all. Um, that's one of the major problems with this whole um, thing, is it's not necessarily going to be... And, you know, I, I understand um, that, that you can sit there and go, well, you know, it's a team effort, blah, blah, blah. And, Shame on him for being upset and wanting to leave. But you know what? When when you put your your body on the line and you you do what you do, eventually you wanna you want that brass ring. Yeah, everybody wants it. And I'm I mean, well, and then you we see him. we seen him in college. He was great, dude. Yeah. So, I mean, he he needs to go to a team that that already is kind of set up has has some receivers, has some tight ends. You know, he need, he just needs to be around a better structure. Yeah. And obviously, too, he 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 was lied to. That's the whole problem he yeah. has. With he was the, told he was going to be coach, coaching. Yeah, he was going to be involved yeah. with the coaching hire, the GM hire, and they didn't involve him. Yeah. At all. So I can understand. So that's the thing. Honestly, though, right now the way this offense is going, or this offseason is going so far with the Houston. I know he has three teams, and one of them, or he had four teams, and one of them is now scratched in Dallas. And and we're going to talk about one of the other teams here in a little bit who made a kind of confusing move. Russell Wilson, I'm kind of thinking maybe you should consider 
the Texans and maybe they do a quarterback swap. Maybe, huh? I mean, because Houston at least is making an effort now. And it's not like, so it's not going to be barren. So if I'm Russell, I might consider if I want out of Seattle that badly. And Deshaun wants out. That might be a good pairing for both of them, honestly. Yeah. But we'll see what happens. All right. So the Tennessee Titans released cornerback Dory Jackson in a surprising move and signed cornerback Janoris Jenkins to replace him. They also helped their linebacking core with a talented edge rusher in Bud Dupree. Another loss for you, unfortunately. Ah, Bud Dupree's he's okay, but he's not like he's not like the best. He's he 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 can tackle, but the dude's not that quick. You know what I'm saying? I like I like speed, and the guy's just I don't know. I just I never really cared for him. Even when I played franchise mode or whatever, if I have a chance to trade him, I usually do. Yeah, get yourself so, somebody else. Yeah. yeah. All right, so the Kansas City Chiefs made waves last week when they uh, released both their tackles off the, <laughs> off the starting offensive line. Though this week they did improve their interior on the offensive line by signing guard Joe Thune. So, Cooper, your thoughts on the Chiefs at least bolstering up the middle of that offensive line? Well, that, that's what they need is more in that middle space. Uh, give Patrick Mahomes a little bit more you know, time in the pocket. Um, so we'll see what happens with this, but I still don't like them getting rid of both tackles. Both tackles, cause yeah, one maybe, but yeah, both. Yeah, but both. That's yeah. Yeah. All right. So the Dallas Cowboys, of course, re-signed Dak Prescott to his mega contract. They also added some offensive tackle depth with the signing of Ty Nishke. So Cooper, your thoughts on the Cowboys' moves so far? My thoughts on the Cowboys. Other than. You don't give a flip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good for Dak Prescott. Other than that, I really don't give a shit. Um, I don't really care for the Cowboys. Um, I don't consider them America's team. I think it's crap. Kind of like the Patriots being called the Patriots. I don't think a team that uh, is pretty much stole their way to championships should be even called a Patriot. Maybe we can call them the New England Liberals. Oh, oh, dang, bro! I'm sorry. Did that hurt some people? Did that offend somebody? Anyways, we'll move on with that bomb. In a move that's right, in a move that surprised some in the sports world, the Washington Football Team signed quarterback Ryan Fitzpatrick. Some thought they would make a move for a younger quarterback, like the one. Uh, the Jets currently are unsure what to do with. So, Cooper, your thoughts on the signing of Ryan Fitzpatrick in Washington? Hey, man. Uh, it, it would be good to have him there. Um, especially if you pick up a rookie quarterback, maybe sit him behind him, maybe have a little bit of a quarterback war going on throughout the season and the year, mm-hmm. um, and see what happens with it. You know, it, it's always good to have some, you know, some, um, uh, what am I trying to say? Experience. Yeah. On the, you know, and in depth with it. So, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, there you go. Yeah. I mean, this actually means I could see them picking up Mac Jones if he's there at their spot in the draft or, um, Kyle Trask to see if he's there available. That's that'd be good landing spots for either of those quarterbacks. Oh, yeah. 
Um, they can sit and learn from Fitzpatrick for a year if they want to go through a whole year with Fitzpatrick as the starter. Um, of course, some are wondering if they're going to be comfortable with just running Ryan Fitzpatrick out there with competition with Tyler Henneke. So we'll see what happens, I guess. Yeah. All right. Um, <clears throat> and another confusing move, after being talks to try to pry Russell Wilson away from Seattle, the Chicago Bears have signed quarterback Andy Dalton to a deal. Granted, it is only a one-year deal, and on the surface it seems like they just let down their fan base with this move. All of their other moves, though, were re-signing. So, Cooper, your thoughts on this head kind of head scratcher with the Anna Dalton signing? Yeah, I don't know what this is, man. Uh, I think, too, sometimes fans don't think about the analytics as far as, like, the contracts go. Because mm-hmm. if it costs too much to bring Russell Wilson over, mm-hmm. why not? Why not sign somebody else and bring them in for a year? And then if you guys are shit, get a quarterback next year. Yeah, you could do that. Uh, it's just, I think it was mostly confusing because of the fact that it's Andy Dalton. Right, yeah. So I think that's what people are going to like. You know, I just, uh, what? it's just the fact that, because one of the things that I like about Colin Coward is he talks about how good teams move in silence. You don't know anything until it actually becomes official and happens. Good example, the Rams have changed that way since they've gotten less need. Uh, the Patriots usually are that way. You don't really hear shit out of New England yeah. until it happens. Um, most of the, There's some other teams that do it as well. It's just the point of the matter is he's basically saying in this aspect, if Chicago would have been Quiet about the Russell Wilson trade attempt and sign Andy Dalton. You wouldn't have at least frustrated your fans. You would have found, if they would have found out later. Well, the only reason we signed Andy Dalton is we tried, or they could have to just, get Russell, or they could have just said they could have said nothing at all, and yeah, and just gone fans wouldn't even known any, any difference. Yeah. So, but the fact of the matter is that it was not done in silence will make the fans upset, and that's going to be the thing is you know and that's the hard part too nowadays especially in the day we live in mm-hmm. it's, it's hard to keep things it's hard quiet. to keep anything quiet well i mean i mean look at the rams we just announced today that we restructured four guys's contracts and got ourselves under the cap no one knew we were who we were restructuring. it was announced sunday we had removed done some restructuring that saved 10 million in cap space but no one knew who at the time yeah. Then it came out today that it was officially Jalen Ramsey's contract, Robert Woods's contract, and that we were still working on um, Aaron Donald's restructure and the Cooper Cup restructure. So that just tells you, though, you didn't know until today who the official two were that were done and who we were still working on. Now let me ask you with that: mm-hmm. when that happens, is that player like they they have to agree to doing that, right? Yeah, but usually the player is going to agree to that because it means they get upfront money sooner. Oh, well, then there's that. Yeah. yeah, you're getting money more and quicker. Usually you're getting a high amount of money that you were going to get later. eventually later this year, basically. Yeah. But you're getting it now. Gotcha. Yeah. Basically a signing bonus is what it does. So you you never really hear a player be like, oh, I don't want to do that. No, I, I want to do that. 
Because now I can get my money now. <laughs> so, yeah. you know what? Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here. So, the Green Bay Packers have made their quarterback happy by resigning their running back that seemed destined to be headed out of town when the team did not franchise tag him. This, of course, was a huge for their offense, and Aaron Rodgers can now uh, breathe a sigh of relief as Aaron Jones is returning to the Green Bay Packers. So, Cooper, your thoughts on that prima donna quarterback we were talking about? <laughs> well, I don't really call him a prima donna quarterback. I do. He's he's Aaron Rodgers, dude. And uh, I think that uh, he is the franchise quarterback, and to make him happy and bring in who he likes playing with, it's kind of like Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yeah, but it does make him happy, and that's what the Packers needed. So There you go. Hopefully, they'll keep making him happy in the draft. So. Yeah, right. Otherwise, oh boy. Speaking of Tom Brady, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have made some contract restructures to free up cat space, and they have so far spent it on their own players. After tagging Chris Godwin last week, this week they have re-signed Rob Gronkowski, tight end, defensive end Shaquille Barrett, linebacker Levante David, and linebacker Kevin Minter. The team is still trying to bring back defensive tackle and Dom Sue, running back Leonard Fournette, and wide receiver Antonio Brown. Uh, one of the contracts they did restructure was Tom Brady's, which freed up $19 million in cap space. So, Cooper, Ooh. Cooper, your thoughts on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers re-signing a majority of the guys that they wanted to run it back with. Well, that's cool they did that, but they still have to, you know, re-sign a couple of extra guys, and these are big-name guys, so... Mm-hmm. You know, and Sue and Fournette and Antonio Brown. Yeah. What if they can't resign? Well, Sue's been told, well, not told. It's been told that Sue might be willing to come back on a lesser deal to stay in Tampa. Um, we're, I've heard even from Colin Coward today on his show, The Herd, that Tom Brady is leaning on Leonard Fournette to try to get him to come back on less money. And Antonio Brown, with all the baggage he has, I really don't see who's going to take Antonio Brown. So he might just have to go back to Tampa. True. True. And not only that, you guys just want a Super Bowl. So if you don't go back, you kind of look like an idiot. You're right about that. So, so there you go. All right. So anyway, so next up, Arizona. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Was that, just, was that <laughs> it blunt? Was, it was a little blunt, but, you know, <laughs> it's also Antonio Brown. So... As you well know. Yes. All right. So uh, Arizona's only free agent signing was the one we already knew about, and that was J.J. Watt last week. But they have re-signed some other key players, as well, or some of their key players as well. So, Cooper, your thoughts on the Arizona Cardinals. Man, the fact that they got J.J. Watt, dude, uh, that definitely boosts that, that defensive line mm-hmm. and uh, gives them a good rusher, dude. I mean, you got to love it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, while, uh, it don't matter. It's like I always say, defense wins championships. Yeah. So to bring somebody like that in means Arizona wants to go somewhere. Yeah. Now, I kind of feel bad for Russell Wilson because now he has the division. Aaron Donald, J.J. Watt, and Nick Bosa. Oh, All yeah. really good Pass rushers. Mm-hmm. And two of those guys are combined six-time defensive player of the year. Yes. Holy crap. Yeah. 
That's going to be fun. Yeah. And not only that, the next team on this list that we're going to talk about, my team, uh, even though they have obviously had the trade with the Lions that will bring in Matthew Stafford that becomes official tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern, the only other move Los Angeles has made thus far is re-signing linebacker edge rusher Leonard Floyd, who's coming off a career year in L.A. when he had ten and a half sacks. And a couple of those came at Russell Wilson's expense. So I'm sure you're very happy about this. I was ecstatic. We had I was like, we got to keep either Johnny Johnson the third, or we got to keep Leonard Floyd. Personally, because I knew our depth at safety, I was a little bit more okay losing Johnson than I would have been losing Leonard Floyd. So the fact we kept Floyd, I can say, breathe a sigh of relief because we have crap at linebacker right now. So thank God we got to keep Leonard Floyd. Anyways, your thoughts on the Rams? Yeah, man, that's cool. Uh, yeah. Finally, you guys are going to have a quarterback. And we'll see what happens with him. I'm glad they got to re-sign him because you never know with these big guys, too. Mm-hmm. Especially when they have a breakout, you know, career season like that. You, you never know what they're going to want to do. Mm-hmm. And if... You know, you have to re-sign them. They could go, well, maybe I don't want to play here. Right. So, yeah. it's good they got them re-signed. And, you know, maybe maybe the Rams can be more legit this year without Jared Goff and all his turnovers. Crap. Basically, it was his turnovers. If the dude didn't turn the ball over, they probably win the division. And probably... Well, okay, we got in. We had some injury issues, but maybe we could have been closer to maybe having to have Green Bay come to us instead of going to Green Bay, which could make things different. You know, we no, we'll never know. It's just it's just frustrating, <laughs> a lot frustrating. Right. All right, uh, and to wrap up our free agency, we're going to talk about the San Francisco 49ers. We would say Seattle Seahawks, but they haven't done Jack Diddley. So we're sorry, Seahawks fans. I'm not ignoring your team. You just haven't done anything. And some other uh, teams, you didn't do a whole lot. That kind of stuck out. So, we're sorry. Uh, free agency's just beginning, so if your team does something that's newsworthy, we will talk about it. But, I mean, come on, we still covered most of the freaking NFL anyways. Yeah. But, anyways, the San Francisco 49ers have a couple key re-signings, but they also brought in cornerback uh, Emmanuel Mosley. They also hurt their division rival Los Angeles Rams by getting linebacker Samson Abukam. Abukam has talent, but has not reached it fully. Maybe the Niners can get it out of him because it, basically just line him up opposite Bosa and let him go, basically. Right. So, uh, yeah, that one hurts um, a lot. Um, but Abukam's honestly was consistency issues. He was a consistently talented pass rusher. Like he showed that year we went to the Super Bowl. Like the Monday night game when he was all over Patrick Mahomes. We would be trying to keep him. But it is what it is. And of course he had to go to San Francisco. (laughs) But good for him though that he was still able to sign with the team. Not against anybody making money. Well, not only that, but, you know, if you've kind of been in the L.A. area for a while, at least you're kind of in the same general 
general area, you know what I mean? So Yeah, but those two are night and day to each other. Yeah, but the commute, I mean, as far as family and things like that goes. True. So, there you go. Alright, and finally, we end on a little bit of a melancholy night, and it is with this. The end is, uh, we end this with the official announcement of the retirement of quarterback Drew Brees. He retires as one of the greatest quarterbacks ever in NFL history. He ranks first or second in all major quarterback statistics, though Tom Brady will probably surpass most of Brees' records. This quarterback was the ultimate underdog. Completely disrespected by the Chargers who decided they needed a quarterback upgrade despite Breeze being their quarterback. Breeze was unfortunate or would unfortunately have a major shoulder injury that scared a lot of teams when the Chargers let Breeze go that offseason. The Miami Dolphins were highly interested in Drew Breeze, but team doctors didn't think his shoulder was ever going to be right again. The Saints swooped in and signed him, and he, along with head coach Sean Payton, revitalized the city of New Orleans after Katrina. They eventually would win a Super Bowl, transforming the Aints into the lovable Saints. He will be truly missed. Cooper, your thoughts on the end of Drew Brees' career? The fact that his career ended before Tom Brady's, I'm very truly sad. Um, And not only that, but really, he's an all-around good guy, dude. He's All the, the work he did with Katrina and just, you know, just... I, I've watched him on some different television shows and things like that. and He was on this reality show, and um, uh, I think it was Man vs. Wild, and, and you got to take a celebrity with him to go do some, to go uh, survive in the wilderness for so many days or wherever. And uh, he was talking about, you know, his mom and how his mom committed suicide. and. And just so many things the dude had went through. And I'm like, dude, this makes me love you that much more, man. Because, you know, I've always respected his game. I mean, he's mm-hmm. he's always, he does everything with class. Yeah. And he's never boastful. He never runs his mouth. He might talk a little trash here or there between the huddle or whatever. But he's not he's not like Tom Brady, prima donna, you know, bullcrap. Right. So, yeah, he's truly going to be missed. He's one of the best, if not the best, quarterbacks to ever play the game. I know some people will disagree with that. I, I put him right up there with uh, Peyton Manning. Oh, absolutely. So. Um, the thing though that I I need to see the Saints immediately do is no one should ever wear number nine again in in Saints history, ever. And they best erect a statue of that man. Yeah, man, definitely. Because he did so much for that community and that franchise that he needs to be immortalized in the city of New Orleans with a statue. And, of course, the organization needs to retire the number nine jersey because he is basically what everybody needed in New Orleans. Um, Whether the New Orleans does well again or not, that's... A debate for another time, but it is just kind of kind of sad when you see Very one of those guys. Dude. Yeah, when you see one of the top guys like that have to go out. Unfortunately, he he went out he went out gunning though. He went out gunning, so we'll give him that. He went out gunning against Tom Brady. That's that's a good way to go out, I guess. Yeah. So all right, man. Um, that does it for. All of our sports talk. You got anything else you need to add? No, man. Just, <clears throat> uh, <laughs> uh, it's just like, 
I mean, we grew up watching him, so for us, it's really somber because we've always, always had respect for him, even when he was with the Chargers, even, you know, after his surgery, everything, dude. We followed his career, and it's just, yeah, it sucks. Yeah, and that, that was basically the first strike I had against the Chargers. Yeah. When they had started disliking them, and then the second strike was... The firing of Marty Schottenheimer, which I think was kind of ludicrous in my own thought process in that, but it is what it is with that. And then the owner having that hissy fit crybaby bull crap in 2015 into 2016 when the about NFL. To, yeah, about wanting to be treated. Or moved to Los Angeles. Moved to LA team. Yeah. yeah. So, this is why I don't care for the Chargers, though. They do have one of my favorite quarterbacks. Just like I don't like the Clippers for the same reason. Clippers and freaking Lakers, especially when the Clippers were hot there for a little bit and they tried to say they were LA's team. It's like bullshit. You haven't done shit. You have never even won a championship. So what the hell are we talking about here? (laughs) All right, man. So that um, that's gonna be it for us. Of course, uh, Thursday, Worldwide Sports Talk. So we're looking forward to that. Saturday, we preview WWE Fastlane. Oh, yes. Excited for that. Sunday, of course, we'll be talking about basketball talk some more. Uh, baseball is inching ever closer to the beginning of their season, so getting kind of excited for that. Cody Bellinger's making a spring debut. I believe I believe he made it tonight, or he's doing it tomorrow, one of the two. Uh, we'll talk about if he, how, he did, how he did in spring training. Up to that point on Sunday. Um, and then, of course, next Tuesday, more football talk. Or hopefully going to have basically the free I'm agency. I'm excited, dude. Wait, wait. I'm excited. This is my first year officially as a Dodger fan. You're excited. This is going to be cool. <laughs> All right. Well, let's check it out, man. I'm surprised you haven't jumped ship when LeBron announced he was also now technically part owner of the Red Sox. But, you know. LeBron? Yes. I don't care. I know. Chris, Chris and I really don't care that much for LeBron. We're happy he's a Laker and helped us I'm win okay. a championship. I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay with it being a Laker because, you know, he's on our team. <laughs> he's with us, so it's, it's okay. It's okay now. But uh, so uh, that's for that. But, yeah, so he's looking forward to being a Dodger fan. First full-fledged season as Go Blue. Yes. Welcome baby. to the Go Blue family. Thank you. So it's going to be fun this year. Um, so we've got that, a little bit of that. And then, of course, next Tuesday again, NFL free agency. I mean, it's obviously not going to be wrapped up, but most of the major names should be pretty much where they're going to be. I'm kind of interested now to see where Dory Jackson's going to end up because that's a huge name to hit the cornerback market. Wish he could somehow be a Ram because him across from Jalen Ramsey would be, oh my God, <laughs> be amazing. Like, go ahead, throw on us, see what happens. We got a Dory one side, Jalen on the other side. Go ahead. Say it. Just, just do it. I dare you. <laughs> and then, of course, we can keep Darius. Oh my God, if we could keep Darius Williams and have a Dory Jackson and Jalen Ramsey. Oh, Darius in the slot. Oh, oh no fly zone. We're We're locking down L.A., baby. Yes. <laughs> and I'm getting excited. It's probably not going to happen. <laughs> I'm just saying it would be awesome if it did. Um, 
So, yeah, that will do it for us, I guess, after my little weird <laughs> fantasy that I just announced to everybody. Uh, All right, so that does it for here. Does it for us here at Sports Talk. And as always, keep, keep on talking sports. sports.